Hey, hey, hey. Hi. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Views from Genesla. Hi, guys. Um, so today, an exciting week, an exciting time, because we have another amazing yes. guest. In the building. In the building. Um, we have none other than Marlene Francois, Francois. Madden. Okay? Oh, oh yeah. People yes. be forgetting. Hey, hey. Yeah, you got to <laughs> be forgetting. Shout out O'Neal. Okay? Um, we have her on the show. We're going to have an awesome time. But as always... Yes. Let's go in with some check-in. What's happening? How are you? How's your week, Mo? My week was good this week. I end up um, going with my students to a career, um, just transitioning from school to career. Mm -hmm. um, so they were helping them with their resumes and their cover letters. Um, and when I walked in, the lady came up to me like, hey, do you, have you been matched with someone to help you with your resume and cover letter? And I'm like, no, I'm not a student. And then I caught myself like, wait, I am a student. <laughs> I'm not a high school student. Right. I was like, but I was trying to spruce up my resume and my cover letter because I'm getting ready to start looking for jobs. And she was like, oh, sure, I'll look over. And she gave me such great advice, and yeah. we went through it, and it, it was just great. Look so was, at God, hallelujah. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't even looking for this. So He makes a way. He does. Out of no way. <laughs> oh, he makes a way. Um, Marlene, how was your week? Yeah. I felt like my week was like a blur. <laughs> um, it was weird because I was waking up at like 5, 30 Ooh. in the morning every day oh, wow. only because my husband wakes up at that time okay. okay so for some reason normally when he wakes up i'm still sleeping but i'll wake up say bye and then go back yeah. to sleep but i was up and i wouldn't go back to sleep yeah okay. and by then i look at my clock it's like 10 11 and i'm like oh i gotta start my day yeah and then come around like noon one o'clock i'm exhausted yeah and i'm like what's going on <laughs> you know, nap by that so, time. yeah yeah so my week kind of just went by yeah. it felt like it was it was a productive, yeah. I, I will say it was a productive week. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, always okay. good to be productive. Um, I had a productive week as well with okay. work and, and all my clients. It's been a busy week. I feel mm -hmm. like everyone's have activities that are going on. So it's a lot. Yeah. Um, Again, I, so I usually get up around seven and get my nephew ready ready for That's school, cool, and then yeah. I might take like a, a thirty minute nap after <laughs> I get him ready. But what I found is once I'm up and I actually start moving, my day is a lot more productive because yeah. I'm just already on the go. Um, That's and of true. course, I think I told you guys uh, last podcast, um, last show that I've been going to the gym, yeah. so I'm a little mm -hmm. sore right now. My arms, a little. I listen. <laughs> don't really be telling sore. my business I'm out sorry, here, okay? <laughs> no, but I'm. I'm I'm, I am sore. <laughs> it hurts a lot, mm -hmm. but um, it's it's an energy booster. I didn't ex yeah, like. It I know it gives you an energy, yeah. but um, so doing it in the morning, which we go, uh, Benji and I at seven thirty in the morning. Yeah. So by the time I get back by like eight thirty nine o'clock, like I'm ready, ready to go. To go. Ready. So um, it's been really really good, a really good week um happening. Um, all right, so let's jump into cuts from the culture. culture, culture. I'ma save mine, right? So we were <laughs> briefly talking about the story and we probably should get where's a laptop when you need it? Where's Google or Siri when you need her? Um the story about this young lady, it's Black History Month. Mm -hmm. You know what, low key, mm -hmm. I feel like we should start Black History Month over. Cause I feel like yeah, Black History Month came up and everybody started acting out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait, what's happening? Mm -hmm. Because we have this story about this young lady um, who probably is like a teenager, it looks like, and yeah. who is being manhandled by the school security, like pushed down on the table and everything. And her classmates are coming to her rescue. So, you know, it's chaotic and Sorry. it's a lot happening. So we're looking for the, the information on that. And then Gucci comes out with mm. this sweater. Oh, yeah. With this turtleneck sweater. Yeah, in which I was telling a friend of mine, I said, I think this is on purpose. I think this I'm is for, this yeah, is it's for publicity and advertising. I don't think that any, at this point, brands are thinking by accident that I'm going to do this. I really think it's on purpose. Mm -hmm. You know I'm what I mean? So, because you're going to get posted, you're going to get everybody on oh my God. Everybody's going to know, you're going to be trending. Exactly. So at this point, but that doesn't excuse it. If, no, you know, if anything, I, I, you know, now I'm like, I'm really going to boycott you now because yeah, like, All right, fine. I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? But like, they know people still going to buy their yeah, brands. Of course. So. People yeah. are still at H&M. Sure. We still watch the Super Bowl. We, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole nother ball. That's a whole nother conversation. Because I went on a rant about you how we can't that. stick together <laughs> for nothing. We yeah. can't. You know, the, you, Jesse Wu, um, hesitation like a media personality media personality yes and she was saying the same thing she's like i wonder how far we would have gotten if our ancestors were like us 
um, in, exactly in, in what I said. Exactly what I said. So. We would still have segregated fountains at this point if we were <laughs> mm-hmm. in their shoes. I totally believe it because we can't stick together for anything. You Not know what I mean? Anything. What can we stick together about? Nothing. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Okay. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Listen, thank you. Well, food Rain. is Rain. Food. <laughs> food does bring everybody together. Um, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, it was just a lot. Um, I'm like Gucci. Come on now. That's, that's a bit much, you know? Um, so I didn't expect that from them, but it is what it is. Um, and then lastly, cuts from the culture, bet, uh, Bev, B Smith. Um, she is like a, a I'd say a media personality, mm-hmm. um, African American woman, and she's suffering from Alzheimer's. Alts, mm-hmm. Alzheimer's is that how you pronounce Alzheimer's. it? Alzheimer's. Yes, yeah, there you go. and she's married to her husband for mm-hmm. years now. But during her illness, now her husband has a girlfriend who mm-hmm. is of Caucasian dis, uh, mm-hmm. race or whatever, um, and the girlfriend is living in the house with. He and the wife. Mm-hmm. That's an issue. Okay. Yeah. That's, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. I don't mm-hmm. see it. Can y'all picture this? Can you? So, yeah, I watched the, so I saw the article yeah. going all over social media. And immediately when you see the article, you see a black man with mm-hmm. his wife and you know, they look like a little, they look like an older cute couple, yeah. you know, and like you couple's be, goals yeah. and all right. that stuff. Exactly. Like, oh yes, they've been married for a while. Then you see this, you know, younger, younger Caucasian yeah. woman right in the, in the picture too. So when I saw the article, I'm like, I don't even want to read this. Like, <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And then I clicked the article. I decided to read it. Yeah. And then not just read the article, I decided to watch the video that yeah. was attached to it. Mm-hmm. And his daughter had to be in her 20s. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, you know, my mom caught, the mom was very active. She yeah. was working. She was doing all the right things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she caught it early on yeah. in her 50s. Okay. So when the mom called it, the dad became a caregiver. Yeah. yeah. So the dad lost himself yeah. in the midst of that taking yeah. care of his wife Absolutely. he was getting burned out mm-hmm. feeling stressed out mm-hmm. he would take her to the nail salon and you know it was always a fight to help her to do certain yeah. things because yep. she couldn't do it's anything true. on her own yeah. true. so then the daughter was like I saw my dad like lose himself I mm-hmm. saw my dad not he couldn't enjoy life. his wife as a married as a partner yeah. anymore yeah it was like this became my caretaker this yeah. is someone I'm taking care, care of, of. Yeah. yeah and so um so then one day he sat down with his daughter. He's like, I need to talk to you about something. Mm. And she was like, Dad, are you dating? <laughs> and I was like, how'd you know? He's like, I can just tell. I just know it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she was saying, like, this woman brings this life and joy into his life, yeah. you know. And the lady is around yeah. there with um, his wife. And yeah. she's like, yeah, I really, I love her. I respect her. They're like besties in a way. <laughs> I don't even want to call it besties because, the, you know, his wife is... You know, she suffers from Alzheimer's, so, so neurologically there's a lot going on there. But yeah. um, it it's very weird because it's like, you know, yeah. biblically, till death do us part. Yeah. Sickness, you know, through sickness and health. <laughs> you know, because, and it's, it's like through sickness and health. And then, but it's like, it seems like for him, it was one of those like, I'm taking care of my wife now in this new role that she's in. Yeah. I, I can't be her husband the way I was her husband. Right. And I'm so young and I have needs and I want to be happy. <sighs> I'm struggling with it. I get the circ- I get the, the feeling lost yeah. and, you yeah. know, not, now I'm a t- caretaker and, you know, all of this stuff. But like you're saying, till death do us part, those were serious vows and you can't bring in a third party into that the third party is god that's the end of the story (laughs) ain't no fourth and fifth person involved here so i i struggle with okay you're losing yourself take a vacation let your daughter if if she's able to 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 take care of her if you have family members to take care take a a week or two off and get yourself together or whatever the case may be and then come back and do what you need to do bringing in a whole other person bringing in a whole other person in your house (laughs) living with you no, nah, fam. I can't I, rock I, with I you on that. I can't I, do it. Yeah. No, I, I, I see both I see both aspects. I do believe you gotta end something before you start something. Okay. Um but working with because I do work with elderly, those are outside it's a it's a yeah it's a full-time job you know it's a full-time job you cannot have a like sometimes it gets to that point you can't have a life Mm -hmm. um because it's such a full-time job and it's not it's almost like 
is the person still there? Yeah. You know, so I do understand that in the aspect of that, but I do understand our standard and yeah. Um, yeah. what we what we live by. But it is very very hard. I mean, they'll wake up at three in the morning and be like, "I'm going to work," and you'll be like, "What?" Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, or be like, "You know, I just came from the dealership," and that's not right. where they right. are. They'll like complete. So it's it's very yeah tiring and this is it's hard. <sighs> I, I I just can't. Wrap my mind around it. it. It's just not, you know. A I thing. mean, is it wrapping around your mind around it as much as you might have an understanding of it, but not saying that I stick for doing this? Yeah, I can't. No, that. Yeah, I, I totally get is. the diseases a lot. It's yeah. you know, but um, not handling that. Part. Not handling it in the way that he did. So yeah. All right, you guys. So that was um, cuts from the culture again. Tag us. Po- uh, uh, Tag us in all of the shade room posts and DM all of the all the stuff and DM us and all that great stuff. Um, jumping into the topic. Wait, no, did you know? Come oh, on, don't don't listen. Be I keep forgetting. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Don't judge me, right? Because I keep yeah. forgetting that is Black History Month. Come on, Mm-mm. did I you know? That's bad. Black History Month every month. Every Thank month. you. Every Thank month. month. Extra this month. <laughs> okay, this is our anniversary. <laughs> yes, but it's every. It's the whole year. So, did you know? Um, I have a. I have our Happy Black History Month. Did you know that dry cleaning was invented in 1821 by a black man named Thomas Jennings? Mm. Um, he owned a dry cleaning business in New York City, and he was the first black man in the United States to be granted a patent. Wow. wow. Come on. Come through. Come on. Come through, dry so, cleaners. Wait a minute, though. But if you look in our neighborhoods, who owned the dry cleaners? Mm. Mm. Interesting. Who owned more patents, yeah. you yeah. know, than anybody else? Like, I'm just saying. You know, I, I, th- don't, I don't know, know what happened. The business mindset we got to learn. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that it's um, we were denied education for so long and denied access to things for so long that we completely lost our entrepreneurship uh, uh, spirit and in creativity and all of that? It's so much so that we just started focusing on all the things that we couldn't do, and so because we focused on that, we just lost all sense of creativity and. As far creativity, as far as being an entrepreneur is, is concerned, because we still create dances that everybody steals from, hairstyles, and mm-hmm. we create all of that stuff on a regular basis. Innovate but, um, but as far as business is concerned, we don't really do that as much. I mean, 2018 was great for Black women. I'm yeah. just gonna go ahead and say yeah. that. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's that we don't um, as much as. Because if you really start to look back at all these different things with history, we were doing all these things. Yeah. I don't know how integration affected it. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep coming back to that idea. Yeah, I don't know how integration affected a lot of things. So you, so I think like certain places might have had more resources mm-hmm. than ours had. So then you brought you went over to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's that's the only thing I think. I don't know if it's lost as much as resources with the integration. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I think like. We kind of had a, uh, a we're a step behind on the access to resources mm-hmm. and capital okay. yeah. compared yeah. to our counterparts, right? Yeah. Where they have more wealth they've generated already to pass down. Yeah. But for us, we're like, okay, trying to scramble a little bit of something together to start something, mm-hmm. or getting a loan yeah. with a high interest rate, mm-hmm. where the other person, grandpa was like, oh, I got you. Yeah. You need Here's a small loan of a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to pay us back, <laughs> right. so you don't have that stress and anxiety that goes Absolutely. with. Absolutely. Yeah. How do I? How am I going to pay this back? You can go ahead and start your business. You have access to investors and all mm-hmm. this stuff, yeah. and so it's 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 a little bit of that the yeah. access and the, also the the poverty mindset. So yeah, like, absolutely. If absolutely. you are already like, uh, I'm scared to charge this. No one's going to. Marlene, don't buy, be talking about yeah, my life right now. Okay, you know. So so it's part of that too because yeah. because people. You know, sometimes you start something that everybody's like, can I get a discount? Mm. Can sure I get enough. a discount? Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I get a sale? You know, we fam. You know, mm-hmm. everybody think they fam. They're not yeah. even related to you. Like, <laughs> we're fam, so let's, can I get a discount? Right. And then here you yeah. are giving discounts to everyone and you can't even grow a sustainable business. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's true. Marlene, don't come in here coming, coming okay. from my life, okay? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> you will understand it now. Uh, yeah, business. I totally understand. Yeah, yeah I totally understand now. firsthand. You know? um, sure. All right, before we get into this, because I feel like we could just dive on in right on here. Right on through here. Um, Let's just jump into the topic of the day. So you guys know all February, we're just trying to help out our listeners and just us as a people um, just grow in our 
interpersonal relationships. So you guys know that we've talked about self um, and just having a healthy, whole individual self Mm -hmm. um, with you, knowing yourself, learning your values, learning your four different temperaments, what you're like. um, um, And we just spoke about that as a whole. And now we're kind of moving into the part of interpersonal relationships with friendship. Yes. Um, because I think a lot of times we may struggle um, with friendships and, and and struggle with evolving through friendships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times we don't have someone who sit us down and help us, you know, with this thing. We'll have someone in our family, which I don't know, you guys noticed that just being Caribbean, mm-hmm. you'll go to the supermarket and your mom will look at uh, um, some type of fruit and be able to see from the outside, you know, that, okay, this one's ripe and this mm-hmm. one's not. And, and we're like, wait, but how do you, how do you, can you tell this? And, you know, they kind of give you this insight. Mm-hmm. And I think the same way when it comes to friendship, like a lot of times we can just see someone on the outside, but not know mm-hmm. um, how to differentiate what is good for us or what's good um, with them. So we have Marlene in the building yeah. as our expert. Um, so how were you able to, tell like you know this is a friend versus this is someone that's associate yeah you know just helping our young people understand so this <laughs> you guys should see marlene's face <laughs> you know there's different layers to um friendship and associates so like associates i feel like they're the people that you can kick it with you know go out and have fun mm-hmm. so the superficial stuff yeah. yeah you know so they're the friends how are you doing oh i'm doing good life is good yeah, yeah. but the friends are the ones you can sit down and let them know the junk that's really yeah. going on and they don't judge you they're yeah. there they give you grace they correct you they challenge you mm-hmm. to help you to grow whether it's personally or professionally yeah. um sometimes you have friends and your friends don't have to be your friend for everything yeah right? so um and that's something that I had to learn, too, because, mm-hmm. like, sometimes, you know, maybe your friends want to be involved in everything that you're doing mm-hmm. and letting them know, like, OK, I got a, <laughs> I got another friend for that area yeah. of my life. You don't oh, have sure. to, you know, you may you're a mom now, so mm-hmm. I may not be that friend for a particular thing or, you know, you run a particular business. I may not be that friend but for that particular thing. So, mm-hmm. like, understanding that there's different layers to friendships, but. Um, being able to separate the both. So your associates, you may have common interests, goals yeah. that you like, but then you have to think about, you know, can they, because in Proverbs it says uh, a friend sticks closer than a brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're going through those difficult seasons, can they be there for you? Yeah. You know, That's are they really, yeah. you know, then you have some people who want to just be there for you when you're going through tough times, but not when you reach your highs. Yeah. So if that's yeah, the case, is Ooh, that really mm-hmm. is that really a friend? Because maybe they want to be there when you're at your bottom. So like, yeah, she doing horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, but then it's when not you, a friend, period. Exactly. But then when you yeah. get to your highs, it's like, can you still be there and rock with yeah. me? Yeah, that's so true. Absolutely. Y'all taking notes? <laughs> We're not a notebook. Pull <laughs> so, over. So what about your notebook? This week, um, I, we went, we have an inclusion day with our, with our kids and um, we went bowling with them. And it's two schools. They come together just to help the kids with social skills. Mm-hmm. And while they were bowling, one of the guys, when he started off, I'm great at bowling. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm this, I'm that. And um, the one of the girls, she started bowling. She's like, I'm not that, that great. When she was messing up, he was just like talking and everything. And then she started doing really well. Mm-hmm. And he was quiet. And I'm like, and she's like telling him like, yay. And he's like not celebrating wow. her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Y'all okay, Rob? Like, why are you not <laughs> celebrating her now? Like, I'm like, are you being a hater? She can't do well. Only right. you could do well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just funny that we were, uh, that you're yeah. talking about that. And I'm laughing at that happened with them. Yeah, having a friend that celebrates all aspects of life with you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When you're in the beginning trial stages mm-hmm. and when you actually make it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's very important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I constantly always see people are always like, um, oh, well, I don't need friends, mm-hmm. you know, or I don't need people. Um, and we, we kind of just from our different experiences may come to that point, I guess. Um, how important do you think that it is to have an inner circle? It's very important. Um, I'm going to refer back to the and Bible why? here yeah, and okay. here. Come on, yeah. um, Because even, like, I find that part of um, growth is having community, having yeah. fellowship. It's, it's important because when you don't have that, you tend to be isolated. Mm-hmm. And for some people, so you have people that are introverts and they're like, okay, I don't really t- need to be around so many people. Mm-hmm. I just need a few people in my life. And introverts are really good. They're very great, loyal people, I mm-hmm. find. You know, they're really good with one-on-one relationships. Yeah. 
So um, when sometimes when people say, oh, I don't need anyone around me. I don't need no friends. I'm good or bad by myself. Mm-hmm. Part of that may be coming from a place of hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. they, they've been hurt by someone. They've trusted someone who, yeah. who's, you know, broken broken that vow, you know, vow or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So now they're just like, okay, forget it. I'm just going to be by myself because mm-hmm. if I have to put myself out there, now you have to see the different layers of me. Yeah. They have certain flaws they don't want to share. They yeah. may be insecure mm-hmm. or they may feel like, okay, people already have their friends. So as you get older, you get to your mid-20s, mm-hmm. you get to your 30s, you find that people have their crew. Their crew already. They have their yeah. crew. And here you are, you, you're like, how am I going to get in your crew? Yeah. You already look like you're solid. You're locked in. I can't get in there. Or yeah. you move, you have to relocate. And mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, I relocate. I go to work. But my coworkers are just my coworkers. coworkers. Yeah. But where am I going to find friends? Well, where do yeah. I go? And even when they go out into spaces, it's like, I don't know if I can really connect with you because you already got a crew. Yeah. So where do I fall in? Yeah, sure. um, but it's definitely necessary because if not, you can run into the place where you're isolated and mm-hmm. you're going through a tough season yeah. and nobody's there for you. Yeah. 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 yeah I, agree. I, I had a, a, a situation like that because I'm not native to my uh, church that I go to now, my Olive Church of God. Whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I, I came to the church in 2010. And so like, obviously at that point, people were already in wow. there, wherever they're going to be, who's mm-hmm. going to be with who. And so like to try to find where I fit in was, took me a minute. And honestly, I'd say maybe the past year or two is really when I found like my groove mm-hmm. of yeah. people that I'm like, okay, cool. Like we, you know, we <laughs> rock together, whatever. Um, uh, even with Mo and I, like I yeah. want to say last year, I don't even know how we, I don't, did I, I don't know how this came about. <laughs> is it PYD? I, you think? I don't know. I want to say it's PYD. Mm-hmm. I, I really have no idea, but we have, clicked yeah. right you know what I mean like I'd say Mo is one of those people that like, when life is breaking down <laughs> like, yeah you know what Mo I'm about to just jump on over here and she talks me off the ledge um but definitely trying to find it's really difficult not impossible yeah. but difficult um to find your groove once you're older yeah. um but the difficulty might be, or I guess we'll get into that though, is when you have the friendships when you're younger, it's easier to make. But then as you're growing, it's like, well, I can't really rock with you anymore mm-hmm. because I'm growing now. I'm different. You know, mm-hmm. I have different interests. Yeah. Um, so even though it's easier to make friendships then, but they don't always last. And that's, I, mm-hmm. I think that's a struggle for everyone to learn how to break those down mm-hmm. or grow out of them or grow with them yeah i don't know if that's a thing if you can yeah um yeah you definitely see that you see that at the beginning of the um year and so the end of last year december 2018 Mm -hmm. everybody was on that wave like cutting the you know cutting cutting the dress everybody every year you know all this stuff um and you know if you've had friends for a while that you you grew up with went to the same school or mm-hmm. church childhood friends and you're growing up and you recognize that you're going in a different path yeah. than they are um you really got to pray to see if maybe you just need a break in a season mm-hmm. or if you still need to be with them mm-hmm. as they're journeying life because for some people they may feel like okay well i'm growing you know professionally mm-hmm. personally i'm doing all this stuff all this growth but you're not even moving anywhere yeah. Yeah. and now you're frustrated with that friend because mm-hmm. They're like in this, you know, place where they may be still or stagnant, yeah. whatever it is, whatever mm-hmm. season God has them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you want to you want to see them grow and you want to do you you you're moving in a faster pace and mm-hmm. they're not moving. So now you're like, OK, well, I, maybe I need to just cut this friend out mm-hmm. because they're not for me. Right. Yeah. But maybe it's it's a lesson for you to learn mm-hmm. how to be graceful mm-hmm. towards someone Absolutely. that's in that journey and know that you are not the Holy Spirit. Okay. The Holy Spirit is the one who's going to make those changes. He right. may use you. Mm-hmm. You may be used as a vessel to help the person out, but, you know, it's also a way for you to learn. Because think about it. When you become a parent Mm. and you may have goals and ideas for your child, Mm -hmm. you see the passion in them and you're like, oh, you know, I want you to become this when you get older. Mm -hmm. You know, you're so smart. You can go to Yale. Like, come on. You know, you're pushing that child. And the child's like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling it. Good. (laughs) I ain't even trying to go to college. Like, I'm good. Shizu. I'm good. Like I'm, I'm chill. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start a business. And yeah. your parents like, what do you mean you're gonna start a business? Like you need, keep my guys that. You know, exactly. Like, oh, done with. No, 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 no. What you gonna do? Like you know. So, you. 
So then as a parent, you, you're passing on your anxiety to that child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then sometimes with friendships, it's kind of like that where people are like, okay, well, I'm moving in a faster pace, so you can't, I can't rock with you anymore. But what if that friend is really loyal to you when it yeah. comes to another area of your yes. life? Yeah. So that's what you have to really look at the entire picture because sometimes mm-hmm. maybe on the outside, on the exterior, mm-hmm. that friend may not look like what you look like. Mm-hmm. But then if you know you need somebody to kick it with to go have a cup of coffee, yeah. they're there. They're there. Mm-hmm. You know the person like can help you style you to make sure you look right. right. They're, they're there. there. Your yeah. gym partner, mm-hmm. the person that help you with your finances, yeah. the person who's going to check you, the person who's who's ready to do a book club with you. Yeah. So it's a matter of looking and seeing, okay, how much do I value this friendship? Yeah. Am I really to walk? Am I ready to walk away from it? Right. And you know when it's time to walk away from something because you won't have peace in it. You'll know mm-hmm. like, okay, this cannot grow yeah. here. This mm-hmm. weed cannot grow in this garden anymore. Yeah. Like it's not going to grow. It looks like a sunflower, but it's a but weed. It's it a needs weed. to be pulled out. Come on so, here, Marlene. Yes. So I you know. wanted to ask this question. So that's so good. Like, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask the question. So basically, I this I've only seen this once, uh-huh. and 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 this I know is such a mature thing. One time I saw a girl post that. She she had to humble herself because she realized she threw away people Mm -hmm. um, as if the friendship was cheap Mm. and as if it was nothing. And she said, I had to have the hard conversation of apologizing because I realized it later on Mm -hmm. what I did. Um, And just in, just in ignorance or just looking at it through one perspective, she Mm -hmm. was like, she, she threw it away. And I I never, I always see I'm cutting the grass. I'm cutting this person off. Mm -hmm. I rarely see I was wrong, Mm -hmm. you know, or I, I jumped too soon. And I thought that was very deep and, very honest and very real and I think it it happens you know more often than we realize Mm -hmm. so my question was what do you say to people who may think wow or may realize I did this and how can I begin to mend it or fix it or work on it so like reconciliation Yeah. yeah how could they talk to the person like just be honest like be vulnerable be transparent about it. like okay we need to sit down and have a talk about this mm-hmm. and see like what went wrong you know because yeah. the other person could be clueless or the yeah. other person could be hurt about something totally mm-hmm. or the person could have been hurt about something else happening in their life yeah. and and because i see this a lot with clients where like you know maybe you know let's say me and you mo we mm-hmm. we were friends and i'm going through a tough season and you mad at me about something but I'm not even thinking about you mm-hmm. being mad at me because I'm dealing with, that? you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Like maybe the person's dealing with loss and mm-hmm. divorce and failed yeah. this, failed yeah. that, all this stuff. And you didn't take the time to check to see how I was doing. Absolutely. And then it's like, you mad at me about something else. I'm like, I'm not even, I don't even know like, what, what's, what's going, going on. on. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? So sometimes people, you know, they, they don't understand what's happening on the other person's end. They're just, yeah. They're only looking at themselves yeah. in the picture, like why they're mad at somebody, you know, we can't be friends anymore, whatever it is, not really sitting down with the person to talk to them and see like, okay, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, why we're not vibing anymore? Mm-hmm. You know, let's have this honest conversation and see if it's worth mending. Mm-hmm. You know, some some friendships are worth restoring and having reconciliation, mm-hmm. but then you have others where it's like, okay, maybe this is not, this is not, not for us and it's not worth anymore. Or you have some where it's like, okay, You've been forgiven, mm-hmm. like move past that, but it's not going to be what it was. Right. Yeah. You know, you have, it's just like kind of like a, a boyfriend. You break mm-hmm. up with him and it's like, okay, like, okay, you know, eventually I forgive you. And we, you know, we, we cordial, high bye, but we ain't hanging out no more. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, know the boundaries. Um, I always think about the wounded person, like, um, just now how they could be affected by the friendship and how now they're scared to do it. So I, I always think, I think they struggle with how do I know that you won't do it again, that you won't try and, to cut me and off And which again. one should I give a shot to, to mm-hmm. men versus which one I shouldn't? I think they struggle with that. Yeah, there's a, a meme or, or some quote that says, know you're Peter from your Judas. Yeah, mm. I think Right? Like because mm-hmm. obviously Peter denied Jesus and then Judas, you know, well, he gave Jesus a way to be killed. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so knowing who's who, who do I forgive? Yeah. Who do I, who am I able to mend this relationship and work at it on versus this is just a lost cause and mm-hmm. there is no comeback. Mm-hmm. So trying to figure out who's who. Yeah. Well, yeah, take, you take those baby steps. If you want to, you know, go back into that relationship, friendship again, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of like taking baby steps to see like, okay, are they going to mess up at, you know, level one? 
or mm-hmm. level five or level 10. Yeah. And just like, okay, when they do mess up again, like checking them. Because yeah. sometimes for some people, it's learned behaviors yeah, that you've had so, for so long. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take the, it may take them some time to like recognize like, okay, I got to remember, like, I can't be so direct with this person. Right. Or I got to remember there's certain things I do that may, you know, bother them or bring back old memories. So mm-hmm. like learning to, to constantly check yourself and, you know, having that awareness to know like, okay, well, what am I doing wrong too mm-hmm. on this end? And, and identifying your triggers because yeah, people get, yeah. people get triggered by friend friendships. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it may be a trigger from another friendship or mm-hmm. another relationship that yeah. mimics, you know, that friendship. So like, you yeah. know, identifying what those are and like just recognizing, okay, like when I am triggered by something that somebody did, how do I respond? Yeah. You know, am I responding with my words and saying something that's hurtful? Mm-hmm. Am I, um, you know, cutting them off? Am mm-hmm. I sending them that K text? K, period. <laughs> All caps. No, right. You know? Like, you can write up the you know? word. Like. Yeah. You know, like, just identifying, like, knowing, like, okay, like, how am I responding to this person now? What yeah. can I do to, like, mend this and fix this? If it's worth fixing. It's worth that. You know, yeah. you got to look and see if, if there's an investment in there for you. Like, if you if it brings you peace and wholeness, if it helps you to grow, too, yeah. as a person, then yeah. it's worth, you know, yeah. Like, I, I know personally for me, and that, that's just how it was raised in my house a lot of times, whether we had arguments or discussions, um, we always had to have a discussion because we want to make sure we're able to love each other yeah. and understand one another. And um, so it's always been a battle for me to move on and we didn't have a conversation and we didn't address where do we go wrong, right. you know, um, which I've found even with friends and, and we've grown in, the, in that area that they don't, mm-hmm. you know, it'll kind of be like, good morning. And we're just acting like we didn't have a blowout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the me. Because I'm know, not talking about it. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I have to talk about it because uh-huh. I have to understand, well, did I trigger something? Yeah. Why did this outcome come about? Um, and I think that's, that's key with a lot of relationships because that's how you get to know the individual, you yeah. know? Um, and I don't know, well, Mario, you could tell me not. Like, I don't know if if that's healthy or unhealthy to just not address it at all if there was an issue you got to see what your relationship like with that person because you you may have two people where they felt like okay we don't got to dress we we squashed it yeah. even though it, it was like an unwritten language Unwit- yeah and then they're back to being friends as if nothing happened yeah. and yeah. they're okay with it if both parties are okay with it mutually they're okay yeah. and it works for their relationship that's good but it may not work for another relationship okay. so knowing like you know it, it it's important to confront things and talk about it yeah. But people rarely do that. It is yeah. hard. It is hard, especially depending like how you grow up, especially as Haitians. Like, yeah. you know, as Haitians, you grow up in household where it's like, I said what I said and that's it. Yeah. You know, there's no questioning. Yeah. You know, if you had a hard day at school, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. always that. It's always so what does that mean? Like, fix, <laughs> fix your face. Fix your face. Right? <laughs> so that means they want you to fix your face for your face to be happy. Right. You can't be sad. You can't be angry. Yeah. So... If you think about it as a child, if someone's telling you you can't be sad or angry, that means sad or angry is bad. It's a sin. It's wrong. Mm-hmm. So now they want you to always be happy. Everything has to be good. You yeah. have to put on this front. So as you get older in life, it's hard for you to confront things. And then when you feel sad or angry or upset about something, you're ready to pop off. <laughs> you feel like you can't mm-hmm. because you've right. been thought that it's the worst, wrong thing. the wrong thing to do. Yeah. So you just sitting there like, okay, well, I just, I'm just going to be in my room and nobody's going to know what I'm really dealing with. Like, you know, yeah. I'm just going to distance myself from people and not yeah. talk to anybody. And everyone's like, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And then no one knows, <laughs> but no one knows. nobody yeah. what you're really going through you're because yeah. you, you're not talking about it. Yeah. You know, so there's always this idea that everything got to be good. We got to be put together, yeah. especially as women, like yeah. super, superwoman cape on. <laughs> Put it on. I don't put that night. cape on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that cape is I think old. men too, though, because it's kind of like yes. they're men. So yeah. men don't cry and yeah. and men don't do this. And it's kind of like, oh, you should just roll with a punch. It shouldn't hurt you. You're a man. That's emotional. And that's for a woman. Like you, so I think for them too, it's, it's a struggle. Like, do I like, be vulnerable and say yeah. that this, this hurt this me, hurt me as a man as well? I feel like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, have you had uh, friendships that help you with blind spots, and did that help in regards to marriage as well? Mm, that's deep. Wow, <laughs> deep question. Okay, Mo, I see you. Sorry. Um, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely have. I remember um, when a few years ago I saw a therapist, and one of my sessions with her, she told me I need you to find a few close friends. Mm-hmm. So close, a few close friends one family member, so I chose my brother, and a mentor 
And she was like, I want you to pick people that's not going to sugarcoat things with you. So she's like, this may be difficult, but you're going to do it. And please don't hate your friends and your family <laughs> when they tell you. And she's like, you know, have them tell you things about your blind spots and your strengths. Mm. And for me to see, acknowledge it and where I need to work on. And like, when my brother sent me something, I was just like, like in tears. So I was like, dang, yo, that's how he feel about me. I'm like, yo, my horrible wow, sister. I, I need to get my life together. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible person. This is bad. Like, God forgive me. But um, but I think it it really did help because then as I got older and you know, with you you don't have that relationship with all your friendships yeah. where you can go to that level. You have it with certain friends. Right. Yeah. You know, um, that's one of the things that I've recognized where they'll tell you things that they feel like you need to work on, what are your blind spots, and then for you to not take it as a bad thing and yeah. it depends on and, and sometimes it depends on people's delivery too yeah um, we talk about that too yeah so we'll hit that next yeah <laughs> so here's a, there's two folks it, yeah. it, it, one it could be the person's delivery or you as a person you struggle when someone is direct with you yeah, yeah. because mm -hmm. you take the direct as an attack mm -hmm. on yeah. your character when mm -hmm. it's really not um so it just depends um so like I have that relation with Samara. She's my best friend. So she can tell me stuff and like, it's cool. Like, you know, because of her, I drank, I drank a lot of water now. <laughs> she checked me when she's like, uh, we've been here for like three days and you only had like a little bit of water. You had like two sips. You need to drink water. And I was like, oh, okay. So then ever since then I thought, okay, I got always got water with me, <laughs> you know? So like check me in something I need to do, but she does in a way where it's like graceful, but it checks me yeah. where I feel convicted to do something and I don't feel condemned. So that's what you got to look at and see, like, you know, have the right people around you that's checking you in the right way. Um, and it helped you. And yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it helps you in marriage. And even when you are married, um, you have your partner that's supposed to also check you too and see your mm -hmm. blind spots. Mm -hmm. And they see your, you know, you're working together to check each other. Right in those areas and sometimes the delivery may come off wrong if yeah. you're frustrated mm -hmm. so if delivery comes off wrong that's for you to work on okay how do i have grace and really help this person to make these changes and see them the way god sees them mm -hmm. and help them to progress right. um and also having marriage mentors so like we mm -hmm. have a life group we, we have a marriage life where we go to twice a month it's the first and third fridays of the month we have workbooks that's attached which you got mm -hmm. homework okay. assignments wow. to do okay. and then you okay. go and it's the same married people mm -hmm. in your group like it's been the same crew for the last year and a half. We're mm -hmm. all in a group together. Yeah. And it's great because like if you're going through something, you know, you can let them know it's a safe space. And yeah. it's like you need prayer on something. If you need to call any one, one of them to like check in, mm -hmm. like, yo, I'm struggling with this. Or you get to hear somebody else's story. So it's really great because you get to see that you're not the only one yeah. who has blind spots and need help. Like mm -hmm. we all have blind spots. Absolutely. I have plenty of blind spots. <laughs> plenty. Of, that's why they call blind right. spots. spots. Absolutely. Because we don't see them. We think yeah. we're good and mm -hmm. oh yeah, we're I just perfect. got this little problem here. <laughs> you know, but yeah, right. but then we have some other problem that's way major, but mm -hmm. we don't want to let that out the closet. Yeah. And it's really important for us to put it out there because that could be the one thing God uses to birth something like, great greater yeah. than you and mm -hmm. like he can use your biggest struggle that Absolutely. you have to like create this impact mm -hmm. that is generational after generation so Absolutely. like understanding those things to figure out okay i need to i was listening to sarah jakes this morning okay. and she was talking oh my gosh was, <laughs> i love her I was, it was it was activate thursday yes. okay. <laughs> you know how she always say that so um it was it, it was a lot it was when i came out on thursday night yeah. so i was listening to it this morning i'm like wow like this is crazy like she was saying how like sometimes we have these struggles, but we don't want to put it out there. Right. And it was like, that's it was like, until you are ready to put out that pain, you might, you may never see your ministry. Mm. Like that's going to create something for the next, like your ministry may just be a seed you plant, yeah. but then the next person now is impacting an entire generation. Right. Yeah. But because you didn't want to put it out there, yeah. now you just stop, you just block something. Entire so like, generation is suffering because, you yeah. know, unnecessarily. Yeah. Because you could have solved it. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, so we were going to go into communication. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, and just how we talk to people. And I, I learned that even, I got trained in it um, even this summer with counseling where they talked about the four types of communication styles. So they talked about a person that's passive, mm -hmm. um, a person that's passive aggressive, um, a person that's aggressive. And then he said that we should just aim to be assertive okay. um, where it's just not like you're not a doormat, you know, you're making it known, but it doesn't have to be in, in, a, in a way that comes off aggressive where we might learn these different ways and these different dynamics coming from right. um, home. And and I remember I, even in college, I had a roommate that was 
very, very aggressive with how she talked. And I just, I'm like, oh, no, I don't like it. I don't like it, but I wanted to address it because I realized she may not know mm -hmm. that um, she may be coming off aggressive because she was very, like, you know, cursing a lot. And I'm very, like, Ugh, when it comes to cursing, like, yeah. shut this effing door, do this, do mm -hmm. this. And I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> you know. And so I did have a conversation with her about it. Like, you know, I don't think that you should talk like this. And it affecting multiple people in college who's talked about this but no one approached you mm. so I want to tell you this um and she kind of was like well I don't care I'm not changing mm. so let's talk about uh, tones and what do you guys think about it or your um, different styles I guess I hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to like okay so I can be aggressive I've been told, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Right, because I make executive decisions. <laughs> We've talked about this. Um, but it's in a loving way, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not always like I'm trying to be mean or anything like yeah. that. It's just I just need to get my point across. Yeah. Um, it, but what I have to say is loving. But I guess the way I say so, yeah, it is yeah. not always received mm -hmm. properly or the way I think that it should be received. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of people deal with that, mm -hmm. right? And then then you have the passive people, which I can't. I, I can't. Was passive rock with. aggressive. I mean, like I wouldn't say things, but you would see it through my actions, like mm -hmm. that something's off. You I know, that's I mean? sneaky. You could just say what you gotta say. I, and I wasn't. You know, it was weird for me because I I didn't always feel comfortable saying it. Yeah. Like I'm like I kind of don't want to hurt you, but then you come around, I'm like, Ugh. see, you know? that's unnecessary. And, and <laughs> no, you have your style. I have mine. <laughs> don't judge my style. But I had to learn, and I did move to assertiveness where that prior, I would never have sat her down to say something, mm. you know, where everyone else is talking in a group, but no one's telling her. Right. And I moved to that point, like, can we have a conversation? Yeah, yeah. Because this is how it's affecting people. Yeah. And maybe we can move because we both care about one another, so maybe we can move in a positive direction. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No. Well, uh, Marlene, what do you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's different tones to communication. Um, Passive-aggressive, that's something I've done. <laughs> done in my marriage for sure <laughs> i ain't gonna even front about that one um but See? i think you know you you have you have people that are you know very direct yeah then you have people that are very aggressive with their words and yeah. you know there's a difference i think when you're uh, when you're direct and it's done out of love versus when you're aggressive and it's coming from a place of frustration where yeah. it's like i don't care what's happening at this point i need to say my point point yeah. And I don't care if I hurt you through the process. Yeah, that's I'm dangerous. Gonna, yeah, that's the... yeah. And you get to that zone where you end up saying hurtful things, and mm -hmm. ten minutes later you're apologizing, yeah. or the next day you're apologizing for your actions. Absolutely. Um, I think in order to be an effective communicator, you have to be a solid listener. Mm. And Most sometimes bypass yeah. that. Most people exactly. are not listening. And you know, I think people people listen so they can. Say their point. Yes. Yes. Not yes. To understand. Yes. Not to understand. Yes. Yes. They're waiting for you to be done so they can say their point. So mm -hmm. then they're not really even 100% fully engaged in what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Listening. Then right. you have sometimes where people are distracted by their phone yeah. or with their own thoughts. And then they're not even listening to anything you have to say. Right. And then it's like, they they're not they're missing the smaller points in the conversation you're saying yeah. so maybe you had a rough day and like you're like yeah you know i'm so busy today like life's just been so hard and i'm like oh, okay my day was tough too blah, 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 blah. <laughs> i had a whole lot to do at work today but they didn't hear you said you. work was crazy mm -hmm. but then you said something else like life is hard right they didn't even go mm -hmm. and they explore that, that to say like well how are you doing right. let me validate how you're feeling yeah. like a lot of that's not happening people are kind of just like Okay. Yeah. Like, okay, I I'm going through stuff too. too like, yeah. I don't care. Like, you still need to do this for me. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. It's kind of like invalidating how you feel. It's kind of just like, well, I, or, or, I, which I told Sherrod as a pet peeve of mine, well, I wouldn't feel like that if it happened to me. And it's just like, it's not you. It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's not mm -hmm. you, you yeah. know? Um, so I realized, you know, a lot of us are coming from different homes and um, we may not be taught you know, how to be a friend. Um, because I like I had a student this week um, where a mom was just explaining to her like, that's not your friend. That's not your friend. Um, but sometimes we're not taught that. What are some signs that because people may not know this is not really a friend. This is kind of unhealthy. Like this yeah. is this isn't someone, although they may not be aware. Yeah. These are some unhealthy signs. 
unhealthy signs of friendships. Yeah. Um, you got to look at your core values. Like, what are your values that you have? Because my values may be different from your values, yeah. right? So what are your values that you have that you hold dear to that's top rated on your list as far as what you look for in friendships? Yeah. And make sure that the person is not, you know, derailing you from your actual purpose in life mm-hmm. and your, per- your 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 passion, your, your values that you have. So um, if you have somebody around you, they just, you know, do not bring a peaceful environment. Mm-hmm. Um, being mindful of that to figure out how much energy should I invest in this yeah, or should yeah. be around. Of course, they may be going through a tough season and you could be the one to help them. But yeah. recognizing, OK, if every single time I'm around you and it's sucking the life out of me mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I feel depleted, then maybe I need to lessen the amount of face to face interaction with you, yeah. you know, switch it up a little bit, whatever I need to do. Um, if the person, if the person is constantly, um, gossiping Mm. to you about you, um, if the person comes to you, this is a big one, big red flag for me. If let's say I'm friends with you and you come back to me and said, Oh, my other friend, listen, what they were saying about you. They were saying you are this, you are that you are this, you're that. Why does your other friend feel comfortable enough to share these negative feelings or whatever it is about me to you and now you're coming back to me to tell me if they feel so comfortable to share that there's clearly some dialogue going back and forth because Mm -hmm. your friends got to speak up for you when you're not even in the room yep so they can't speak up for you when you're not in the room or you know if let's say your friend doesn't speak up for you when you're not in the room and somebody's talking about you they're saying these negative things and your friend's like yeah you know i know she does make sure you're, you're you're saying that to your friend yeah like I've done that before. Like, like, oh yeah, yep. I know my friend needs to vote, but I'll tell that friend too. Like, yeah. hey, like, yo, you need to, yeah. like, we're gonna help you work on this situation mm-hmm. you got going on here. You know, type <laughs> of situation. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, you don't want people that's gonna bring like negative energy. Mm-hmm. You don't want people in your life that can't. You know, when you are making power moves or whatever it is, they're just bring this, you know, jealousy around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Make sure you're not doing that either. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. We, we tend to evaluate our friends and we're not evaluating ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So that um, asking yourself, can I really trust this person? How much can I trust you? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the loyalty of the friendship. Yeah. Some people just don't know how to be loyal. You just you have to teach them in that yeah. moment yeah. too. And, and ask yourself, are you the loyal person yeah. too? Because sometimes we require so much from other people, but mm-hmm. we're not even giving half of that. Exactly. Absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. I do have a question now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. What do you think about opposite sex friendships? We, we, we. That's the question. We're not going to go. We're going to This is hard. It's a, it's a hard one. So I have opposite friends, opposite sex friends. Yeah, you know, like, and, you know, these are guys I've known for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've known them for a while. Like, mm-hmm. MOC got good guy friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. We just know that. So, you know, I have good guy friends I've been friends with for a while. And I think what I've done is that I've, because I am married, mm-hmm. O'Neill, that's my husband's name for those listening viewers out there. He knows my guy friends and, you know, he has their phone numbers. He can talk, call them, text yeah. them. Like he can build this friendship, friendship with, them, with them, with them too. How did you transition that? Because I think that's a tough thing. Cause yeah. like, we've known each other for so long yeah. that it's like, Oh, the, who are all these guys or who's yeah. this? You know, you might yeah, be like, yeah. Oh, I'm talking to John. Or I'm talking to David. Mm-hmm. Or I'm talking. And it's like, you know, Neil's coming into this. Mm-hmm, so how yeah. was the transition, the transition with that? With him? For me, it wasn't a problem. Okay. And I think, Probably because, like, when we first started dating, like, I would say talking, like, you know, there's a talking yeah. phase before you're like, okay, yeah, this is going to go somewhere. Um, I had, like, a birthday. I don't even know if you came. I don't know if you came. Oh, your brother was there. Um, oh, my God. I don't even know what year this was. <laughs> I don't even know 26 or 27 birth. I don't even remember what birthday year. So it was my birthday year, and I decided to do, like, this... Everybody go out to dinner yeah. as usual. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we're like 25 deep or something like that. Yeah. So he showed up. I didn't know he was coming. He uh, said he okay. wasn't going to go. He wasn't going to be able to make it or yeah. whatever like that. And we were just only a talking for like, a few, <laughs> we're only talking for like a few like weeks. So I'm like, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, it'd be funny if he pops up. And mm-hmm. then he did show up. So of course he showed up. Uh-huh. And everybody at the table pretty much knew each other. Yeah. It was like, you know, my friends from MLC, some friends from my new church, some mm-hmm. friends from from school so people kind of knew each other or like okay i know you because i've seen you in marlene on marlene's facebook type yeah. of situation mm-hmm. so of course he comes in by himself and he sits next to me so of course <laughs> yeah. like you know our friends are like 
Who that? Who that? You know, you know the guys. The you, know, guys like you know, because the girl, you know, your girlfriends are kind of like they're like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, the they already know. Are immediately right. like, like reading them. Yeah. Who that? <laughs> like I, I I'm gonna go talking to myself. You know, type of situation. <laughs> so you know, I, I little by little, I, you know, fill the men who my friends were, who my guy friends were, and then like. I, I like to have gatherings, so I would do gatherings, get-togethers, and then, like, bring people all together. So this gave him an opportunity to know my guy friends when I would do, like, a game night. And then it's like, okay, you recognize that, okay, you have things in common with yeah. them. So, yeah. like, we actually have, like, a little group chat. Me, okay. him, Maggie, and yeah. Carl. Like, yeah. we got a little group chat. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so so yeah. he's able to, like, connect with some of my guy friends. Like, oh, what are you doing? Let's, let's hang out situation. Mm-hmm. Um so for me, it, it wasn't a problem sure. because I think I have um, I have healthy boundaries with my guy friends. And and I think that's what mm-hmm. um, a lot of people struggle with is now they're coming in. And if the opposite friend have I don't think maybe the boundaries lack. Yeah. yeah. So they have an issue with that. Absolutely. Like if you dated someone and you're trying mm-hmm. to keep them around mm-hmm. and you have a new person in your life, then. It, that person may question depending on the person's character because yeah. you have some people where they have trust issues because yeah. they've mm-hmm. been cheated on hurt. before and yeah. hurt and then they find out you have opposite sex friends and they're already on the edge like who yeah, are these people mm-hmm. well how come you didn't just date them yeah. you know why yeah. are you with why me you, just you know why are you yeah. just friends and you talk so highly of them and yeah. all this mm-hmm. stuff and you're like oh well he's just my brother and they're like mm, <laughs> he ain't your brother yeah, so true. you know I see the way he look at you yeah. so you hear things like that yeah. but I think it's a matter of um respecting your part you guys got to respect each other so if and i think as females we kind of have this intuition so we know when a guy has a female friend that we're like Mm-mm, yeah she, she like gotta you. she gotta yeah. go she gotta go <laughs> you know type of situation like you know so um for him he doesn't have you know he doesn't have that many he has a few female friends but i know them yeah. like i've been around them. i'm like yeah that's like big sis. Like, yeah. you can tell already when the you're vibe. In a, the vibe when you're in somebody's presence, how mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. If like, okay, this is this is not. A, I'm not. I don't have to be worried about this right. type of friendship situation going on here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So I when one of the biggest things that I I realized in high school maintaining my friendships was easy. We go to class together. Yeah. We'll hang out. It was easy. College wasn't an issue for me either. I have free time. I'll go to class. I'll text Mero. I'll come to Willie P. You come to Montclair. It was easy graduating now and my friends graduating I'm work I could be working nights they're working days I, they're off on a weekend I work weekends now it's work yeah. you know how did you balance now post graduation to maintain these friendships as you evolve from being single to dating to marriage Married, yeah. yeah I like to I, well I'm an extrovert so I like to hang out with people yeah I and I <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of associates in my life, too. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends, a lot of associates, whatever you want to call it. And I like to hang out with people. So for me, it was important to be intentional with setting time to be like, OK, let's hang out, like yeah. check-ins. And what are you doing? What are you up to? You know, let's go grab coffee. So you you have to make it. you got to be intentional about it. Yeah. And of course, if you have opposite schedules, so if you're working nights and weekends and your friends are working during the days and yeah. they're off during the weekends, yeah. Then it's like okay, we we're limited on time as far as hanging out, but a phone call, yeah, could be absolutely. okay. A phone call, Facetime, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. maybe you can't see each other. Uh, maybe Sunday, maybe the day you both are off, yeah. and making a schedule in advance. So I have some friends where like they're they're booked and busy, but they're mm-hmm. like okay, they'll send you a Google Calendar invite. Yeah. So now True. it's you know some people have to do that. Some people are against it. They're like, oh, why do we gotta send me a, like. Why you got to do that? I'm supposed to be your friend. Yeah. But sometimes people have to do that because of their commitment with mm-hmm. work, like that, school, yeah. volunteer, Absolutely. church, community I would feel organizations. feel and loved. If somebody yeah. would send me a Google calendar, like, you are making time for me, yeah. sis. Like, yeah. I would love that, you yeah. know? And you don't forget it because, like, your Google, yeah, it's, go it, sends you a, it sends you a reminder the day before. Exactly. Like, and you're like, oh, what? Oh, ooh, okay. Yeah. Now <laughs> I remember because sometimes we forget. Yeah. So it's good to have it's good to have things set up like set it up in advance be yeah. intentional about yeah. it because if you're not intentional about it then it's like what are you doing with your time you're mm-hmm. just working and grinding mm-hmm. of course there may be seasons in your life you have to do that if yeah. you're going to law school yeah. you know you're studying for the bar exam yeah. we know you're you gonna kind of, you, yeah. you 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 in the zone so yeah. if you're in the zone then that other friend who has more time they mm-hmm. can use that opportunity to check in yeah you good you just want me to order you yeah. some, some pizza? chinese food Absolutely. or something let me like. let me let me send you i have a friend of mine like i'll just like you know she had failed an exam and she was you know she was kind of disappointed in this exam mm-hmm. so i just like randomly sent her a gift card i just you know 
Starbucks, you can go online and do it, and they yeah, get she gets a text right away mm-hmm. and it says gift card. So doing small things like that, you may not be able to hang out with them, but yeah. if you send them a small token of appreciation, yeah. and then look at your friends' love languages do too. Yeah, we on. talked we about, about that. that. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. if your friend's love language is quality time, then you have to be intentional about the it. Time, yeah. But then for someone else, their love language may be receiving gifts. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So then send them a quick little gift. It only yeah. takes two minutes to buy something mm-hmm. on Amazon and get it shipped to their right. house. Send them cash app. Yeah. yeah, like, like cash app. Yeah, yes. get you a little ten dollars or whatever, oh. or five dollars because Starbucks one thing is five dollars right <laughs> you know good true. to go yeah it's so looking true. you know looking at those things and seeing how i can be it's all about being intentional yes. at the end of the day being intentional which you know it's hard sometimes but, i think yeah. i think a lot of times we we don't realize we didn't have to be intentional like we didn't have to be intentional in high school i yeah. go to school you go we didn't have to be so now it's kind of the first time i'm really having to be intentional mm-hmm. you know and then it, you don't think about it you're like wait how come we haven't talked in this long wait how can yeah. how come this happened because me and tamara went through this when she ended up going to school in new york mm-hmm to get her master's and I was working two jobs mm-hmm. and I would say okay every time you're leaving and I didn't do it like oh let's make time I just told her like okay every time you're leaving a drive to New York and I'm at my morning job because I can speak on the phone let's talk on the phone yeah. until you get home and she was like I didn't realize what you were doing and how you were being intentional like yeah. now she's like I'm so thankful because I saw how it affected my other friendships yeah. she was like but I saw you already saw it and was being intentional yeah, yeah. you know so it was like it's very true about just being intentional. This is my last question. I'm not sure I have anyone, but my last one. I'm learning one. here. Let me tell you guys, <laughs> having uh, Mo as a counselor and having some counselors mm-hmm. up in here lets me learn about some things because in my friendships, I, so one of my friends um, has, uh, she's having a baby. She's having my, my godson, um, Malachi. Uh, and uh, so she moved to Baltimore mm-hmm. uh, recently. And then so she has kids and I'm single. I'm in Jersey. Mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur. She's a social worker. So we're trying mm-hmm. to navigate how do we do this because we're no longer in the same state. Mm-hmm. We're no longer in the same stages of life. Yeah. Of life. Mm-hmm. So we're both like busy trying to do all this thing. So we're trying to understand how do I mm-hmm. figure this friendship out? Are we going to continue? Continue to be friends. Yeah. Do we show? You know, I I'm intentional with her about showing up for the for the bigger things. So like mm-hmm. birthdays are a big thing. Uh, uh, Christmas yeah. is a big thing. You know, the baby being born. Her um, she had her baby shower. She came up to Jersey to have her baby shower, but it was in like Camden or something. I would drive. You know, I mm-hmm. hate Drive. driving. Everybody knows this, <laughs> but drove. You know what I mean? In the middle of the night to just go to the baby shower for a little bit to to be intentional about this friendship because it's worth it. So yeah, yeah. I think if you have a friendship that you know is worth it, yeah. that you want to do life with this person because it's almost. I would say almost like marriage. Like you want to mm-hmm. do a life with this person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, that you're intentional about your relationship with them. And my, so my last question is, I think everyone has a misconception that friendship will be easy and <laughs> they won't have the, mm-hmm. won't have pitfalls mm-hmm. and won't have trials and won't have seasons where you might feel off from each other. Yeah. So I think about how are some ways you were able to overcome when a friend may have disappointed you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can start. I can start my first. I can start my first time, um, which happened with Tamara as well, where I disappointed her. Um, and I'm, I'm very thankful because she was very honest with me because I completely didn't realize it. But mm-hmm. when she brought it to my attention, I was like, oh, wow, I dropped the ball, yeah. you know, and I didn't know. And she really was like, you know, are you free? Because I need us to have a conversation with you. And she was very frank. And very open. And I and I even explained her what I was thinking, what my mind state was in, what I was going through at the time. And she was understandable. She was like, yes, but once again, we need to understand. And she broke it down and she was very frank with me. So it really did help. Us communicating mm-hmm. really helped. And I think even deepened our relationship yeah. mm-hmm. um, from her just explaining and not, I guess, holding in what she felt yeah. towards me. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I've definitely had a similar situation, like dropping the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt remember a uh, <laughs> friend of mine called, close friend of mine called, mm-hmm. um, and it was like a breakup that happened. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I knew it was coming, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, blah, blah. But then I went to work, so I got caught up at work. And then that same day or the next day, our other friend had a baby. Mm-hmm. So then I texted her. I'm like, oh, someone's had her. She's like, okay. I'm like, why should <laughs> I respond that way, man? I'm like, oh. 
And then afterwards, like a few days later, like sent me this long text message. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. I feel like a horrible friend. Like, oh. and then, you know, called her and spoke her. She's like, yeah, you know, you really need to work on that. Like, you know, like when, you know, someone tells you, like, you know. Yeah. And then I think sometimes two people have this expectation in me because I'm a therapist too. There's yeah. this expectation that you're supposed to be present um, in your friend's life and your personal relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's something that sometimes I, I was struggling with too because for work, I'm constantly being there for people where mm-hmm. I wanted to take that hat off when right. I came Come home. Yeah. But then that's part of relationship building. But at the same time for me, it turned into work. Mm-hmm. And then for me, it was exhausting. It and it was like, I started to check out. Like people would tell me like, oh, I got a death in the family. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry to hear. And I move on yeah. because I didn't want to be there because yeah. I knew how much more draining it was for me. So like mm-hmm. trying to learn that balance of like, really being intentional um checking in with people not dropping the ball like you know when people tell you stuff it's easy to be like oh okay okay and then like okay let me check back and see like how did that go like you know how is that thing that you're doing going how's the process Mm -hmm. with that Mm -hmm. or how's that date going Mm -hmm. or you know when you and your friend tell you something on the side and instead of brushing off like checking back you know how's your family doing you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah. yeah, it's it's a matter of just like really, really checking yourself and doing better. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have an experience like that. Like that with overcoming. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's real. So. Yeah, we're wrapping up. Yeah. Um, thank you thank so you. much for listening. I'm like, I, I'm soaking it in, <laughs> trying no, to get everything true. in, just navigating all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, you wanted to say, but no, 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 nothing. Like that. All right. So, um, yeah, you guys, we love you guys for listening and we thank you for um, checking in with us. As always, listen to Views from Janessa on Saturdays from 2 to 3 p.m. on iTunes podcast, on SoundCloud. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook <laughs> at Views from Janessa. Tag us for Cuts from the Culture. Again, thank you to our special guest. Follow Marlene. Follow you Marlene Francois on Instagram. She's amazing. Absolutely. Follow her. On, on TV shows, <laughs> on radio shows. Listen, Global. this is out here. Healing okay? black women. I'm on. Yes, <laughs> she's out here healing. All right. Um, so we love you and we thank you so much for love um, you guys. the show. Thank you. Thank you. So um, peace out, guys. We will check in with you next, next week. week. Bye. Bye.